Hola, buenos dias. Como esta? What's going on out there? <laughs> Capacho with the weekly Pele report for, uh, this is what? Uh, December 28th, the last Pele report of the great year 2022. Wow, we made it. Thank God we made it. Ow! Anyway, lots going on here as the moon is in Pisces. And she's uh, heading into her uh, first quarter. Yeah, she'll be square the sun tomorrow, Thursday. And then she's going to be moving on into Aries. Aries, going to conjunct with Chiron, going on there. Uh, and move on into Taurus by Saturday. Move on through Taurus, hit the North Node, hit Uranus before she goes into Gemini next Monday. And we're not going to get that full moon uh, until she moves into Cancer. Yeah? So she is waxing, getting bigger and bigger by the minute, by the day. And while she's doing that, everything else is moving on too. You gotta love the bamboo, man. I just love these uh, these bamboo. Uh, it's it's a very special, special, special treat. Here at my neighbor's house, it's got a little pond out in front. Anyway, the big thing everybody's going to be talking about is retrograde Mercury. Mercury goes retrograde tomorrow on Thursday. And is going to be retrograde for three weeks. We're starting off the new year with a retrograde Mercury. Talked about a little bit last week with hold your horses, right? And take your time. So, yeah, this is, we've got Mars retrograde and Mercury retrograde as of Thursday. The sun is coming around and uh, going to be square Chiron. I want to talk about that a little bit uh, in today's report. That uh, that is exact on uh, where Monday, and probably the biggest thing and and a lot of the uh, inspiration for today's mantra, okay, is that we have, and it's amazing how exact it is, but on New Year's Eve. Okay, you can look at the chart at the beginning. We have an exact Venus conjunct Pluto at midnight. <laughs> wow, here in Costa Rica, it's within a couple of minutes. Okay, Venus conjunct Pluto. But all week, okay, all week we've got Mercury, Venus, Pluto conjunct in the late degrees of Capricorn. So... That is really uh, powerful that I'm going to be talking about. It uh, has a lot to do with what's going on all through 2023. And, of course, it has to do with the mantra. So let's get to it. All right, everybody. Let's see. Where do I want to start today? So much to talk about in so many different ways. It can be a little bit of a confusing time these days. And... I will explain why. <laughs> First of all, Mercury and Venus, okay, and even the Sun, they're all kind of approaching Pluto. 
Pluto is the end. Okay? It is the death ending of whatever planetary energy is symbolized, you know, going into it. So, I was actually born with uh, Mercury, Mars, and Venus in a balsamic conjunction to Pluto, ending, finishing, closing lifetimes. In this case, we have this whole year cycle of our understanding of what love is, Venus needs to kind of die and be reborn. Our understanding of communication, of our thoughts, of our thinking, of the way that we, you know, connect with this third dimensional world, Mercury. Our attitudes need to die and go down into Pluto and, come and, and resurrect. In this case, Venus is moving into Aquarius also. I don't know if I even mentioned that, but, you know, right after this conjunction with Pluto, Venus moves into Aquarius and Mercury comes up to Pluto. I mean, it's conjunct enough, it's close enough with Venus and, and Pluto and then says, eh, I don't maybe want to die yet. I'm going gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna to go back <laughs> and wait three weeks uh, and then three more weeks. So six weeks from now, you know, Mercury will, you know, go through this dying process. But, you know, Venus moves on by Monday. She is in Aquarius. So this is like Inanna's descent into the underworld and, uh, you know, arising again as she comes down as, you know, kind of a young, brash maiden uh, of love, the goddess of love and beauty, but she rises up as the queen of heaven. Yeah? So there's this maturing process happening. And then, of course, the sun itself, right, is going to come up and conjunct Pluto in a couple of weeks and go boom, you know, completely down under. And that is our, our solar identity, our purpose. But right now, I just want to really deal with this Venus coming around to Pluto because it's very super exact. And it can also be a little confusing. I'm going to just read you a little bit of the Sabian symbol for the 28th degree of Capricorn, yeah? It's a large aviary. The enjoyment of spiritual values by the soul, able to familiarize itself with their implications. And it goes on, birds symbolize spiritual forces. And the aviary presents us with a picture of these forces or desires contained within a mind open to the light of psychic or soul realities and bringing joy and harmony to consciousness. So the aviary lets in the light and the air and the birds are these spiritual forces. We can look at it as our mind. What a perfect picture for Mercury conjunct Venus is this bird aviary of spiritual forces creating a consciousness of joy and harmony. Super sweet. However, he does go on to say, yes, this is a state which at times can bring confusion because of the multiplicity of voices to which one has become open. One may speak here of clear audience, meaning a capacity 
for being responsive to many inner voices. You may be hearing your inner child and then your inner mother and your inner father and your inner critic and your inner lover and your inner warrior. We've got all these planetary, we can look at them as voices or aspects of our human psyche and they're all seeking audience with the sun, that solar power that is the core center of our being. And we've got all these voices going on and, and we can be pulled in a lot of different directions as this Venus goes down. And that's why I want to be talking about love. And that's what this, this whole mantra is about. And I want to kind of devote this whole Pele report, okay, to love. But first, I want to go back over to this Sun Square Chiron because it harkens back to April 1st and 2nd. Think back where you were, okay, say nine months ago, April 1st and 2nd, the sun was conjunct Chiron. And the Sabian symbol for that conjunction that set the tone for this whole cycle. Now the sun is at a third quarter square to Chiron, breaking out yeah, crisis in consciousness. It's got a Capricorn overtone to it. This becoming our own authority, the author of our own life. But look, let's look at the you know the seed of that of this whole year-long cycle of Sun Chiron, healing the wounded warrior, healing the wounded masculine energy within. That Sabian symbol of 13 degrees of Aries is an unexploded bomb, reveals an unsuccessful social protest. The keynote is an immature evaluation of the possibility of transforming suddenly the status quo. The symbol pictures the result of a particular attempt to resolve the conflict between two concept feelings of order. Resolution by violence fails because the ego power at this stage of the process of individualization is far too strong. The state, external authority, thwarts attempts at popular revolution because these are premature expressions of a consciousness which is not free but can only react wildly to constraint and to a central ruling power. It is thus a symbol of immature refusal to conform in the name of an over-idealistic desire for harmony and peace. I want to really look at this symbol. Very powerful. This is Chiron moving through Aries for eight years from 2018 
until 2026, spends a longer time in Aries than any other sign in his elliptical orbit. And he, is, and he symbolizes a healing crisis. And we are having a healing crisis with war. We are having a healing crisis with the masculine. We are having a healing crisis with our Martian instinct, impulse, will force, acting at times perhaps prematurely, immaturely, before achieving this Capricorn objectivity and responsibility. So part, I think, of what we're talking about, and I want to go back now to this Venus-Pluto, and let's remember, Sun, Mercury, Venus, Pluto in Capricorn. Yes, over the overlord, the overtone of Saturn. Serious, sober, reflective, established, straightforward, external authority and power, dealing with the state, with governments, with institutions, with corporations, with religions, with families. Every family's got an authority. It doesn't have to be dad, but, you know, everybody, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's always, right? We always have, we're, we're born and raised under external authorities. And as we grow and mature, and with endurance and perseverance and objectivity and courage and strength and self-discipline hanging on and holding the reins of our horses, then, then we step into becoming more and more of our own authority instead of being ruled or run by external authorities. Now we also have to deal with this Capricorn Cancer uh, axis as the security axis and Capricorn seeking physical financial security this can also be a time of year I'm dealing with my taxes <laughs> it's that time of year you know closing things up with you know payrolls and uh, this form and that form and oh my god it's just like wow a lot of business you know, needs to be done and accomplished by December 31st for the man. Yeah. So we want to also just kind of look at this. And then cancer is emotional security. Dealing with our past, dealing with our inner child, dealing with our need for safety and feeling safe and emotionally connected to this web of life or this, you know, this family of life in order to be able to relax. So, what I want to look at when I say love as the source of security, this can be a little confusing. So we want to look at the different aspects, the different qualities, the different definitions. Definition comes from finite. Define. Yes, make the infinite definite. <laughs> so let's define this love a little bit. I know that the Eskimos have 
26 definitions of snow. 26 different kinds of snow. And I'm, I could say that there are thousands of definitions for love. There are thousands of different manifestations of love. From father to child, mother to child, spouse to spouse, boyfriend to girlfriend, uh, you know, uh, you know, employer to employee, uh, you know, someone to a stranger or to, you know, someone that you look up to. All these different forms of love, the love of a, you know, for a plant or a flower or the love for, you know, chocolate or wine or, or the love of, you know, for myself or the love of money or the love of, I mean, there are so many different kinds of love, expressions of love, manifestations of love. How do we see love as the source of security? First of all, I want to just kind of put my idea out there that there is no such thing as security. No. Security is an illusion. We cannot, everything, the only secure thing, the only constant is change. Going on the premise that there really is no such thing as security. What is going to give me this sense of safety where I can relax, where I can, you know, harmonize, where I can be in a state of joy and harmony with others in my world? This is what I mean by love as the source of security. If we keep this love in our hearts and in our minds <clears throat> when making choices, which now is an important time to be making choices, Mercury retrograde is reflect, rethink, remodel, revolt, rebel, but in a different way. It's in Capricorn. This is in a mature, methodical, careful way. This is not blowing off bombs instinctively, prematurely, out of anger or out of, you know, instantaneous reaction. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. No, this is moving forward and just asking repeatedly, with every choice, with every decision, in every moment, what does love want here? What does, we could reduce the mantra to what does love want here? <laughs> W-D-L-W-H. <laughs> Just scratch that on the bathroom mirror, man. And, <clears throat> and really, this can also help us to sink down into a more deeper understanding of love. We know that there's two kinds of love. We have the Venus earthly love and we have the Neptune Pisces spiritual love. 
And these are two different. One has more ego and one is more selfish and one is more earthly oriented. The other is selfless, spiritual, you know, very, uh, you know, abstract and, you know, kind of chaotic. But it just, I, I want to bring this down into Capricorn reality. And in our relationships and in our choices and in our decisions, love is not about, and this is coming out of the age of Pisces and Neptune Pisces with Jesus, right, as a martyr, you know, dying on the cross, okay, and being, a, a, you know, in a victim state and in a martyrdom state, you know, and giving his life, okay, and sacrificing as an act of love. And we've all been kind of had a few lifetimes of programming that love has to do with egoless, selfless, sacrificing, giving up what we want, giving up who we are, giving away our power, our money, our lives, our blah, blah, blah. sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And what we're doing now with this age of Aquarius, what we want to do is die to that old definition of love and bring in a new definition of love that has the healed warrior energy of Aries. Yeah, that has this powerful sense of and begins with self-love. And I really can't love anybody or love the world or be fully in my heart space until I am able to treat myself in a powerful, loving manner. And so what I want to really focus on today is what, as a teacher of, you know, kids, I used to talk to parents about tough love. <laughs> tough love. I'm sorry, but your little two-year-old needs some tough love. <laughs> Maybe what love wants here in order for safety and security to exist is boundaries. Maybe what love really wants here is my inner sense of self-love gives me the ability to say no because I am secure within myself and I don't need your approval. I don't need your money. I don't need your support. I am secure in loving myself as a full right member of you know this universal law of one so this love this powerful love force gives me an inner security and then we extend it out from there that Taurus okay you know Sun coming into a trine with Uranus okay Sun coming into a trine with that north node of the moon all right, this Taurus self-love, then we come into Capricorn, this graduated sense of love wanting to protect, love wanting institutions and authority figures and influencers and, you know, uh, the rich, you know, uh, you know, ones that create laws and mandates, 
And, you know, constitutions, love wants to protect the future, the future of the planet, which, you know, which includes the future of our forests and the future of our food supply and and not you know not turning it into you know uh industrialized factory meat okay and you know eating insects and you know doing this whole kind of corruption of the natural food chain which is the natural web of life which is that we you know we use farmland and we have farms and we grow crops and so you know you know what does love want love wants okay a thriving natural organic sources right of food and trees and rocks to build our houses and our so you know it, it's really love wants the protection of our planet and the protection of most importantly i think future generations yes i was just reading this quote uh, i can't remember the quote exactly it's by chief seattle but you know we are not so much you know uh you know the result or thankful to our ancestors rather we are responsible to future generations. So love is also saying that we really need to say no, that we really need to have boundaries, that we really need to be clear about who we are. And then Venus graduates into Aquarius. So to me, it's not so much about fighting the system or fighting the deep state or starting this revolution that is, you know, it's just like almost giving our power away by acknowledging or giving our power to, oh, you know, you've got power over me. It's like it's stepping out. It's stepping away. It's creating subcultures. It's creating you know, alternate communities, alternate webs, alternate realities, and stepping outside, don't drain ourselves, don't give our time, energy, and attention to BS. I'm going to be talking a lot about this on the talk on the 30th, the truth about 2023, uncensored, and what to do about it. Not just what's going on, what's coming up in 2023, but what is the best approach? What, you know, what should we do with our time, energy, attention, finances, you know, focus, every, you know, what to do? So out of this confusion of the aviary of lots of these different voices, let's hone in. Let's really focus in, right, on what love wants here. And love wants health. And love wants strength. And love wants freedom. Love wants independence. Love wants sovereignty. Love wants, you know, individual primary rights. So our authority, being the author of our own life, requires a lot of courage.
and a lot of strength. It's not about being a victim or a martyr and just, you know, being a lovey-dovey, cushy-wushy. It's all nice and it's all good and all I need to do is hug and smile and everything's going to be okay. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. I'm talking tough love that stands up and says, no, this is not right. No, this is not true. No, the future generations need this and they don't need that. And love says that this is bullshit. And love says that, it, and I'm going to stand, my standing in love is also standing in my warrior, the guard at the gate, the protector of the future. And I am, so I am secure, right? This is the, you know, the source of my security is my strength and my ability to really determine my connection and act from my core center of what love wants. Ah! <laughs> I don't know if that's clear or not. I hope so. <laughs> that's trying to take you out the sun chiron mercury venus pluto mercury moving into i mean mercury going retro i mean all of this going on you know to me and and if we draw up a chart right we draw up a chart for you know midnight of uh you know december 31st that's you know the birth of the new calendar year we really the, the astrologers draw a, a chart for the solstice as really being that point but the calendar is important too in a more third dimensional way. And we see kind of an overtone of 2023. You know, Pluto does have to do with, you know, this death, dying. And I spoke of, you know, the, you know we got this, another bombs exploding, not unexploded bomb and, and the war from last week's Sabian symbol. You know, we're, we're, we're coming into a 2023 that's gonna be intense. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be deep. And like I said, it's a pivotal turning point. 2023 is a pivotal turning point where we are really needing to make big decisions for ourselves and our loved ones that are going to determine the, you know, the direction of our lives from here on out. Very powerful. Pluto square the moon's nodes is happening in 2023, yeah. So, I'm gonna be talking about that. What else, I've got this uh, uh, relationship uh, course coming up starting January 7th, January 8th. Speaking of love, it's also, you know, looking at our shadows, having our mirrors, having, you know, intimate others to help us understand ourselves and expand our capacity to love. That's, uh, that's going to be powerful. It's about synastry, chart comparison, looking at relationship and partnership. Really doing this all through 2023. It's a long four-segment course. Check that out. I got the link for that below. What else is going on? I mean, I'm going to be uh, coming to Greece. I'm going to be doing a workshop on Chiron, right? This wounded healer, this wounded warrior. We've really got to come into our power this year so I'm organizing some workshops coming up 2023 is yeah ow, gonna be awesome gonna be awesome so let's go for it here we are 
I will take responsibility and be my own authority, building a new reality with love as the source of security. Anchored in love, centered in love, love is my core, love helps me become into clarity, make decisions, hold boundaries, know where to put my time, energy, and attention. I mean, just the power of love is the most powerful force in the universe. That's what we can carry in with our New Year's Eve, you know, resolutions or our, you know, intentions for next year. What does love want with me? What does love want here? I am an agent of love. I am a channel of love. I am a beam of love coming from the sun. Ah, right in my eyes. <laughs> One more time. I will take responsibility and be my own authority. Yep. Building a new reality with love as the source of security. So, may love be the source of your security. Ah, yeah. How about this one? Aloha, Pura Vida. So much love. Uh, maybe namaste. It's a little overused. It's a little kind of, eh, cliche at this point. I don't know. I, I mean, I just really love the aloha. I saw your comments last week. It was like 50-50, like half of, half of everybody says, oh, you got to keep with the Aloha, and 50% says, oh, you got to do the Pura Vida, move up, change, whatever, let go of the past, and, da, 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 da. and I love both of them, and so then some of you were saying it should be Namaste, Aloha, Pura Vida, so much love. And I like that one too, but what? Eh, it's kind of a little too long. <laughs> So, maybe, maybe I'll just switch it up. Aloha, Pura Vida, so much love. <laughs>